So our producer, Maverick Peters' dad, Scott Peters, was a heck of a high school wrestler, and he wrestled every day with the same guy, and they both made the state tournament. That guy was Jack Coslin. He's the owner of ServPro of Beachwood. ServPro of Beachwood is the industry leader in flood and fire cleanup and restoration, and they serve all of Northeast Ohio. But they're also short of staff. They're looking for team members. And if you're willing to work hard and help homeowners and businesses get their lives back in order and work with a former state qualifier, seek out ServPro of Beachwood. They will provide training, support, and of course, benefits. So if you're looking for that good entry-level position, seek Jack Coslin, the owner of ServPro of Beachwood at serveproofbeachwood.com. Jack Coslin, thank you. It's Coach Cimarroni. I have a very special blood time today. I'm sitting here with some of my most favorite people on the planet. Um, three guys that I coached at the Chagrin Falls High School, home of the Tigers. To my left, I have Holden Wolfter. Welcome, yes. Holden. Hello, hello. And I've got his older brother, Henry, our captain of our 19 team, and also now a football player at Mount Union. Oh, glad to be here. Yeah, we're glad to have you. And Owen McClintock. Captain of the team this year and a three sports star, and he's going to be matriculating down to Texas State University. Welcome, Owen. Yes, sir. Thanks. Appreciate it, Coach. Yeah, and you're also the king of us, Ardeens. Yes, sir. Oh, boy. So, you know what? That's, that put a dollop of cherry and uh, whipped cream on uh, the craziest uh, year of all time, right? Yes, sir. I mean, you kind of cut loose. Yeah, it was a rough school year. <laughs> That's right. Ended off on a I'm not I consider it a high note. Right. I've been having some fun with my buddies up at the school. Got in a little trouble doing a senior prank, but we had a good time. Absolutely. <laughs> had to cut loose, man. That's yeah. right. And that's and we're memorializing it right yeah. today, right today on the on the Blood Time podcast. Well, you know, I uh, I took this job at uh, Chagrin because I heard similar to Beachwood back in 14 that you guys are down to, you know, maybe half a dozen wrestlers throughout the whole program. I never, you know, I never intended to coach again after I had rebuilt Beachwood for the second time, but I loved the community and I, I loved, you know, what I'd seen in the, the community in the football program. So I realized that it could be something that could happen. We could turn a culture around. And so I went to see Charlie Barch and, you know, we did this thing and obviously Henry, you didn't have a, a bad senior year, did you? No, wasn't too shabby. Yeah, it wasn't too shabby. You had a lot of pins, and uh, uh, you were, uh, I, I think you had almost 30, I think close to 35 wins and won a couple matches at the, at the district tournament. Yep. So, you know, Henry, what, what did that mean to you as a, as a senior to have a new coach, a new philosophy, and what, is that, what has that meant to you moving forward at Mount Union? Um, so I started wrestling in eighth grade. I had uh, Paul Perrine as my middle school coach. He's mm-hmm. been one of my great influences, good coach right. for me. Right. Um, so I started wrestling varsity my freshman year. Sure. Um, we didn't have many guys on the team. My freshman year, we had uh, Victor Puskis as the head coach. We had a right. decent team. Yeah. Um, we won a couple do meets maybe. Yeah. Um, I wasn't too good, but... Um, in every sport I played and everything I do, I like to put my best foot forward and sure go in with hundred percent effort and just, um, yeah, right. So when when you got into the senior year, obviously your junior year was decent, 
right? Yeah, yeah it wasn't. I mean, you, you didn't have a phenomenal de- uh, senior yeah, year. Yeah, I'd but, never won a tournament right. before my senior year. But you came in your senior year, and I don't know, you won at least three or four tournaments, didn't you? Yeah, uh, I think around four, yeah. Yeah, and uh, you took second at the Kenston. And second you had a, at Hawkins. Yeah, second at Hawkins. So you're going into that, you know, that that final part of this, the year. Were you confident? Were you excited? What, what what was your feeling when you, you know, you went into that sectional district tournament? Um, I was excited. Um, I knew there was going to be some hard competition ahead of me. Right. Um, I just wanted to, the whole season was basically just preparation for this month of February and March um, for sectionals and districts. Right. So uh, we went down to St. V. Um, I dropped a tough match in the semifinals. Yes, you did. Was uh, able to make it to districts. And just from there, I just wanted to do the best I could. And it was my senior season. And just I knew it was going to be the last time I wrestled. So I just wanted to be proud of what I left out on the mat. And you did, man. You did great. And how how have you taken that into Mount Union and football? And also, what has this year meant to you with having to go through COVID? Um, so there's a quote by, I think, Dan Gable, once okay. you've wrestled, yes. everything else in life is easy. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> um, for real. So yeah. after wrestling for five years um, with a lot of great coaches, it yeah. was probably one of the hardest things I've done in my life. Sure. So going into college football fall camp, that's really tough. And yeah. um, I think through wrestling, it provided me with um, the work ethic and um, mentality yeah. to be able to push myself through. Sure. And um, be able to get through my freshman fall camp. That was definitely tough. Yeah. And um, so I had a completely normal freshman year at college football. Sure. And um, going into my or going into spring ball freshman mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. Um, that's when COVID first started. And during spring break, they uh, sent us an email. Schools canceled. Wow. Summer's over, and it was. I don't think it even hit me yet. We got right. spring ball canceled and we were just stuck in the house doing nothing. I almost felt like I had cabin fever. I didn't yeah. get to talk with my friends much. Right. Um, I just tried to stay connected through social media and texting friends, checking in. Sure. I always tried to call my friends. So calling, right? Old yeah. school calling, yeah. right? Right. It was, was starting to make a comeback, you know, yeah. you know, it was nice timing and all that. Yeah. Any sort of connection I could have with the person during that right. time was nice just because right. I'm a person. I played three sports in high school. I just like to go out and be able yeah, to socialize, stuff. right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So it was tough for you, but you did that. So you did that mentally, right? Yeah. For your mental health, you know, and I want to, I want to talk to you, Owen, about that philosophy of, wrestling and preparing you for obviously what you're going to be looking at in, uh, in, in football, Texas state. Tell me a little bit about what this whole process of wrestling and this going through this year meant, particularly with having to, you know, really tough it out and wrestle with a a stud every day, Sam Partain, right. Who was supposed to be here today, but he's wrestling in a tournament. So we still, we love you, Sam. (laughs) That's right. Down in Virginia. I mean, wrestling's never been my first love. Of course. Kind of, kind yeah. of forced upon me yeah. when I was by my dad when I was in first grade. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wrestled from first grade through third grade and I mm-hmm. hated every match, but <laughs> I'm I'm more grateful for that than probably anything else my dad has ever done. Wow. I mean, that's made me the athlete I am today. Taking yeah. like just taking a beating as a little kid from all these older kids. I was a big I've always been a big kid. I know you two have been big right. kids always. Right. 
been wrestling in first grade and wrestling sixth graders every week. Wow. Not winning any matches, <laughs> just getting beat up on. Oh I mean, my God, that is ridiculous. But I mean, it made, it made me who I am today, so I'm glad for it. Yeah. Wish I would have kept wrestling um, up until middle school, but I started up again in middle school. Sure. Had some success in middle school when I had some right. middle school wrestling. Yeah. Got to high school. Not a super hard transition, but you could tell, obviously, it was a lot different. I wrestled 182 as a freshman. I mean, sure. that's not easy weight yeah, class. Yeah, Underclassman. Yeah. But I mean... Ended up my junior year getting some wins, making it to districts. Mm-hmm. But I mean, senior year, I was actually, I think I've told you this before, I was on the fence about wrestling because I'm yeah. playing college football, I'm playing football at Texas State. Yeah. And I mean, that's really hard losing all the weight and right. getting down. It's hard to gain that back up. It's hard to keep getting stronger when you're cutting down like that. Yep. But I mean, obviously, um, I love you, coach. I, mean, no, I love you too, baby. Yeah, I feel it. That's, feel you, that's why I came out senior year. And knowing, it. knowing it was going to be a rough season with COVID, knowing it was going to be hard. Yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't leave you hanging. I had to, I had to come out. I my mean, man. I had to do my it. man. I mean, my man. Yeah. And I mean, I it, was, it, it was hard from the start. I mean, sure. obviously, I mean, when I was a freshman and a sophomore, we had maybe nine kids on the team. Like, there yeah. was not a lot of us. Right. Where beginning of this year, we had 20 something. 21. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah. Know? And really, the year before we yeah. had, you know, 16, 17, you, you know, could really so. feel, um, like the family starting to grow by the right, end yeah. of our junior year. Right. Because I'm, I'm actually, I actually saw, it was a photo on the Shrine Falls uh, wrestling Instagram. There yes. Was a photo, it was like, after we won a dual meet, I think it's Richmond Heights. Yes. Yeah. It was like 20 of us out on the mat, everybody smiling, <laughs> hugging each other. Yeah. And that was something that we really, really didn't have when I was an underclassman, just because right. we didn't have as, as much kids. So right. you could really, um, start to feel that grow. And obviously we had that at the beginning right. of the year this year, but I mean, as the season went on by December, we dwindled down. We had probably down to 15. And by the end of the season, we were rocking with like, what, yeah. six of us? Yeah, six and, and four make, make yeah. all conference, yeah, you know, real. three makes uh, districts. So, you know, and Sam's our alternate to state. Yeah. So, and he's, and that's a testament to you to hang in there and get your ass beat a little bit and yeah. uh, make the weight and get sick and come back and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So what was it like day to day? face you know facing that uh that isolation i mean it was really really difficult I, sure I, in my life i mean i haven't faced a ton of hardship in my life i've oh, had yeah. it pretty easy sure but it was really difficult yeah. i mean going we had two quarantines the first right. quarantine i didn't think it was that much of a big deal i mean it yeah. was just it sucked but you had to right. get through it right when we got to the second quarantine it was second second or third week of january terrible that was yeah. really tough because yeah. it, it was a stretch of the season where we started to wrestle tournaments yeah. where we were finally getting into the hang of things. And then, and, and, and the entire like coaching that. staff was sick. Yeah. I was sick with COVID. Uh, Nathan was sick. And so was Ricky, you know, and Ricky was out for three weeks because yeah, no, he couldn't I mean, get a like, He couldn't get a negative test. It was terrible. Oh. So, uh, and he's a, you know, he's a great uh, drill partner for you and Sam. So having, having gone through that, Owen, um, you know, I really appreciate your leadership through that because it was, it was difficult, but, um, you know, my thought process on that was I saw the joy in your face and the joy in Ronan's face because you were able to see the coaches and see your dudes, right. To be in the room. What was that like? I mean, going from being stuck at home for another two weeks. Yeah. That was one of the one of the few stretches of uh, wrestling where I was mm-hmm. actually happy to go mm-hmm. into practice, and, uh, happy to go work out with the guys. Right, I mean, right, right. Practice is pretty tough, but it's a lot better than sitting at home, yeah. working out by yourself, cutting yeah. weight in your basement, running right. on the yeah. treadmill, like that. and that's that was tough. That was a, yeah, that was a rough stretch. But getting back to in the room yeah. was awesome. Yeah, 
And even even with Sam, I mean, Sam's kicking my butt. Uh, he's, Forty pounds lighter. What, what an animal! Kicking yeah. my butt. Yeah. But I mean, I, mean, I was there for him too. That's the other thing. I wanted to wrestle for you. I also wanted to wrestle for Sam because I mean, going sure. into the season, yeah, yeah, we didn't have an assistant coach right away. Not really. Yeah, we, we had one, and then he bo- he booked exactly. to Twinsburg, and then we were lucky to get Ricky, and then we got Nathan, which yeah. which was a great addition. So. Something. I mean, yeah. What's Although Sam he brought Coven in, the yeah. son of a gun. <laughs> 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 Anyhow, hey, somebody was going to get it. Yeah, you know what no, I mean? so, of yeah. course. You know, but it was interesting, Owen. Um, one of the, f- the most poignant statements during the whole season was I had just showed a move, I think maybe a fireman's or something, which is my signature, right? Yeah. And I pulled my mask down to catch my breath. And you looked at me, goes, coach, I haven't seen your face in two months. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I still got yeah. the same face, brother. So it was really funny how that, that just simple thing, right? Uh, and I remember just seeing Ronan, Ronan Fritz and his his face lit up. Say, Coach, I haven't seen anybody in six months. Oh, my God, it's so great. And I saw him at uh, Chagrin Falls Heinen's or something. Yeah. You know, it was just crazy. Well, you know, Owen, you had uh, definitely a a scenario that you, you took through. And, and Holden, you really had a different scenario. You had a different experience and yeah. really torturous experience in, in, in you know, our our, our, our conversations. And I want you to share not only just, you know, our audience, but for, for posterity's sake, what so many young people went through psychologically and, and it was devastating to you. Yeah. Um, I guess first I'll say kind of why I started wrestling. Um, sure. I, I think I started wrestling sort of just because I wanted to like be doing something and be a little more active. I, you know, I've always been, Always been a big kid. I was, sure, uh, sure. you know, yeah. uh, packing on the pounds from time to time. Um, oh, you look lean right now. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, that's that's after hey, exactly. And yeah, I asked Henry if I could join the team, and he was like, "Yes, join, join right now, immediately." We needed that. Absolutely, absolutely, and. Yeah, so that was my sophomore year. It was my first year of wrestling, and I dropped. It was amazing how much you improved from sophomore to junior year. I, mean, I dropped like ridiculous. thirty-five pounds I my know, first year. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it certainly kicked my butt. Uh, but I, I loved because seeing that transformation. Even though, uh, for the audience' sake, I won no matches my sophomore year. Well, I think you won two by maybe forfeit or something. Probably, <laughs> you know, I did not get any pins at the very least. It exactly. was it was not a good year, but um, it's okay. I came you back learned. out, and yeah. the next year, I mean. You won like 16, I wasn't, 17 wasn't matches. It was great, but like. Yeah, you won more than you lost. I, I won, yeah. Yeah, and that is it an was, amazing transformation. so much. Definitely. Um, and so for me, wrestling was um, – a way to really just improve myself. I, I wanted to be better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to be more fit. I wanted to lose weight. Right. Um, and then once I got into wrestling, mm-hmm. it was like this really close-knit group of guys where everybody's just working their ass off like all the time. Right, right. Um, Came a bit of a family, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's cool. And everyone's, everyone's close together. Yeah. Sure. So it is. And then... Yeah, senior year comes around COVID, mm-hmm. and uh, it was it was really rough. I was sick for like a month with like I don't know if it was cold or sinus infections or something. I, I just kept getting sick. Yeah, you just couldn't get better. Yeah, I I had to get quarantined myself, and then the team had to get quarantined two times. Right, and like it just went on where like I had like 
been at practice one time in the past like five weeks and right. I've been on an online school and I was just like, yeah, like this sucks. Like I haven't seen yeah. anyone. Right. I, I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting in my room. And it was just it was this horrible experience where it's just like, I just, I hate being so lonely and not seeing anybody like every, right. all right. the little things, you know, right. that uh, you really appreciate hearing people laugh, seeing people smile. It's like, that sure. was sure. Not having any of that was like so weird for me. Um, and, uh, yeah. So I think it was after, I don't know. It was after I had to quarantine for being sick or something. I think it was. Yeah. I think it was after yeah. I had to quarantine for like a week and a half. Cause I, you never could get a test right super easily. Um, right. had to wait. Um, and then had to wait for it to come back negative. Yeah. Um, almost ended up being two weeks anyways, but yeah, I, I made a really hard decision to quit cause I just couldn't keep not doing anything and being anywhere. Right. Um, and there was definitely the, a big percentage that it could happen again. Yeah. And guess what? We didn't have another, didn't. we had, well, we didn't, but we, I, put a self-imposed quarantine because we were down like two wrestlers because everybody yeah. got hurt. Yeah. You know, it was, it was insane. So we did another five days without practice and Sam had skin issues. That yeah. poor guy couldn't practice for two weeks. So yeah. it was a rough year. It was a rough year. And I remember getting that message from you and it was just, uh, it was torturous. Yeah. It, it's such a hard decision because, I, I really was enjoying wrestling. It was actually one of the only times where it almost like felt like normal, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. It, well, I tried to make it were, as normal I mean, you were, as possible. Yeah. 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 You know, we were right. touching other people being physical. That's something that, you know, right. you have with, really no done with, with no mask on. With no yeah. mask on. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, months, you that's know? That's right. And, um, and doing it for, you know, an hour and a half or so, you know, yeah. 15 minutes, hour and a half. I try to keep the practices a little bit shorter, you know, just for the reason of that. But we, we, we busted ass in those yeah. short practices, you know? So, um, I, I respected that. And obviously I was trying to be as empathetic as possible and to put myself into your shoes. And, uh, I just basically, I didn't physically put my arm around you, but <laughs> virtually I put my <laughs> arm around you and I said, yeah. don't worry, bro. I got you. You got to go do what you got to do and you got to take care of yourself and get physically and mentally and spiritually well. Yeah. And I think you are okay now. Right. Yeah. I'm, that's great. Yeah, doing a lot better now. That's great. Well, with that, with that comment, we're going to take a break and we're going to be back with the Chagrin Falls Tigers and the Mount Union, what's their Raiders. name? Purple Raiders. Purple Raiders. <laughs> uh, right after this break, this is Coach Simroni, Blood Time. Defense Soup at DefenseSoup.com. In the midst of our current health crisis, we at Blood Time want to thank Guy and Gus Seiko and the team at Defense Soap as a beacon of our protection. Body wipes, skin cleansers, bars of soap, shower gels, and disinfectant tablets. All this and more as Defense Soap is on the front line of our protection. Thanks to the Seiko family and their team at Defense Soap. Check them out for all your protection needs during these precarious times. Defense Soap at DefenseSoap.com Hey, have you ever wondered how the ultra-wealthy grow their real estate portfolio so fast and furious? Have you ever heard of the infinite banking concept? Learn how you can become your own bank and build out your own real estate portfolio like the pros, like the ultra-wealthy. Call Ed Knezovich or Ryan Miller 
at Next Level Continuing Education at 614-648-2440. Learn how to purchase investment real estate without spending a dollar of your own capital through Next Level Continuing Education. 614-648-2440. It's Coach Cimarroni back for Blood Time, and I got uh, Purple Raider, former Chagrin Falls Tiger, always a Chagrin Falls Tiger, Henry Wolfter, his baby brother, Holden, uh, is going to be matriculating where? Chicago Loyola? Uh, Loyola University. Absolutely. Uh, Henry's at Mountain Union, and Owen McClintock going to Texas State University to play some uh, football. Yeah. Right. So we're going to start with you. What are you looking to What are you looking to study there, and what are the lessons you took from this year, and that you you think you can apply moving forward, both matriculating through college and then as you move into the business world? Uh, right now, I'm looking to study uh, biology. Okay, I'm not really sure on the specifics, but I know I love science. I want to go. Well, into your science. mother's a dentist, yeah. right? And she didn't do too bad in high school no, either. Not at all. <laughs> yeah, she was what the valedictorian yes, over sir. at Kens- Kenson, home of the bombers, right? Yes, yeah. sir. Kelly, we love Kelly. Yes, sir. Absolutely. So no, I'm interested in science. That's what I want to go into. Okay. Not really sure on the specifics yet, but I mean, that's what college is for. Right. You got a year or two to figure out what I'm gonna do. Right. And what are you gonna? What position are you gonna play there? Uh, I'm playing middle linebacker or inside mm-hmm. linebacker, mm-hmm. and I mean that's that's starting up next week. Camp wow. starts, dude. You're out of here. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Out of here tomorrow, but yeah. glad to be in here before I leave. I hear you, man. We're we're glad to have you. But I mean, speaking to uh, what I learned from this year. Yeah. I mean, this year, physically, mentally, emotionally, with wrestling, towards the end of the year, there was a week. The week before sectionals. Yeah. I would say if I could pick the hardest week of my life. Yeah. That was that it was that week. Yeah. Cuz I was cutting near yes, 20 pounds were. in yes, a week. Were. Yeah. See, yeah. 195 was loaded at the sectional. Yeah. So I was cutting around 20 pounds. It was yeah. the end of a long year. Yes. Um yes. physically it, and yeah. mentally. Yeah. Like emotionally I was exhausted. I'm I mean, sure. The team yeah. was falling apart. We only yeah. had eight yeah. guys left. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. guys would roll into practice, sometimes guys wouldn't. It was yeah. just I mean, being a senior, being a captain, it was yeah. It was really hard to see that. Sure. Because, I mean, I I feel a little responsible. Because, I mean, that's, yep. like, that's as much as your team. It's like my team, too. Sure. I, it was so hard to see guys, like, not coming into practice on time or not even showing up. Like, that just like, – yeah. I felt responsible. Yeah. And so that sucked. I mean, yeah. like, especially when that's something, like, I want to be enjoying. Like, it was it was really hard to see. You know, and it's interesting because you have to just give that up. Yeah. You can't – you got to forgive and, and just forgive yourself, you know, because it's just such a different year. Yeah. And so – you know, like when we were talking to Holden, I had, I had, if you, if you show up for practice, I'm going to give you my best. I'm never not going to give you my best, but if you don't show up for practice, if you're late, I get it. Try not to be. It was a completely different discipline dynamic than any other year I've ever coached. And it was extremely difficult for me to do that because I'm not built that way. I know you're not built that way. I know Holden's not built that way. I know Henry's not built that way, but we had to basically forgive ourselves and just allow ourselves to be healthy. And so I think that's what you probably felt. I mean, that, I mean, what that's taught me is like, there's, there's a certain moment in that week. It was the Wednesday before it. It's next was on a Friday. Yeah. And I had, ju- I was just about on weight. I had to make 182. I had to make scratch. Right. I was just about on weight. And I remember it was the end of practice. We've been going for like an hour and a half. I was with Sam. Right. And he's beating my butt. Yeah. I hadn't been really eating. Like I was right. near passing out in practice all week. I remember that. And we were doing 30 second goes. You had to do five takedowns, 30 seconds. And I remember thinking I was on 
It's the last go of practice. Right. I hadn't eaten all week. I, was, oh, I felt like I was going crazy. <laughs> and I was at takedown. I just finished takedown number four. Yeah. And there was, you, there was three seconds left. Yeah. And I, I dropped down, hit the takedown, and yeah. just collapsed after. I remember I mean, that, yeah. After that moment, I was like, I could do anything. I, yeah. Like physically, mentally, emotionally, I was the lowest I'd ever been. Yeah. And yeah. still yeah. got the job done. Isn't isn't that what the sport's all about? You can you don't think you can go one more second and then you go one more minute. Yeah. <laughs> and you go two more minutes and then you go three more minutes and you're like, Holy cow, I can do anything. You know? Yeah. So it's it's you know, I don't obviously my coaching style is not to lose that much weight in a week, but yeah. we and I you and I had yeah. a very, you know, deep conversation and we we agreed on that together. Okay. And you're 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 adult, yep. okay, and I took you as an adult because you came with me a very thoughtful process and a commitment that I really respected. And, and I said, "Okay, go do it," and you did it. You know, yep. I don't recommend that. No, you know, I don't recommend that. <laughs> no. I don't coach that as a as a rule. But we and I, you and I, had a great conversation about that, and I appreciate those those thoughts, dude. Great stuff. And Holden, I want to talk to you about, you know, you're going to a great school. I mean, yep. Loyola of Chicago is a great school, uh, and you come from really great parents. I mean, your father runs the entire operations for Chagrin, Chagrin Falls School Systems. We love yeah. Christopher. We love Charlotte. Yeah. Um, raised great, great boys. Um, what are you? What did you take from this year that you feel? And what are you going to study at Chicago at Loyola? And what are you going to? What, what are you going to take from this year, and how are you going to apply it? Uh, as you matriculate through college? Um, well, firstly, currently I'm undecided. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of things I'm interested in. There's sure. You know, maybe something in engineering, maybe something like biomedical engineering. Maybe I'll go into something in environmental science. They have a big environmental science center at sure. uh, Loyola. It's a mm-hmm. big thing there. Um, or maybe I'll go into something completely different. But that, uh, that sort of ties in with what I learned is that, like, yeah. you know, nothing is constant. You know, everything is always changing. You never really know what's Nothing's going guaranteed, on. Yeah. right? No, nothing no, is nothing guaranteed. guaranteed. Not even the next hour. No. It's so crazy. Um, and just with everything changing so fast, you know, it's like I, I, you know, just want to know more about myself before I make any sort of decision about, you know, what I want to do for the next several years of my life. Um, sure. And, uh, yeah, this, this year was so much different, um, so much about uh, – more than just physical strength, just the the mental fortitude of being able to get up every day and just do a normal sort of day. Right, um, right, right. Bring some normalcy to to your life and uh, yeah. some joy. You know, yeah. we need to have joy, right? Yeah. We need to have peace and joy. I mean, that's 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 an excuse me an important thing. Mm. A lot of people this year, I, I know, were struggling with either feeling like you know super alone and super depressed, and right. you know I. I get that, you know, there's some points of the year where I, I understood that too, but, um, it, it was a lot about, um, doing as much as you could and seeing other people and doing other things where like you, you needed to have people to talk to. Sure. Sure. Um, and, and wrestling was a great place for that because yep. we were all going through the same thing, you know, it was, you know, we were suffering, but suffering together. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. So you're going to take that all those lessons learned and you're going to apply that in college and, and who knows where 
that's going to lead you. Yeah. Right? And you have some, you have some options and you got a great school to do it at. So that's cool stuff. And Henry, you're in the middle of this. I mean, you're almost actually, you're almost at the end, right? You're going to be a junior. Yep. Um, and you're studying, uh, criminal justice and sociology. Okay. So what are you looking to do when you, when you get out and what did this, what did this year teach you and how are you going to apply that? Um, so I want to pick up a minor in finance and I think I want to do something at the federal level with like fraud, monetary investigation, white collar uh-huh. crime, uh-huh. that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I like money. I like numbers. Sure. Um, Especially with crypto. It's a yeah, lot of fraud okay. possibilities, right? That is coming yeah. in. People got to figure, figure that out, you know? Yeah. Um, so kind of bouncing off of Holden's point with the normalness and stuff. I like to have a schedule. I like to have a plan. Yeah. I like consistency. Sure. And this whole COVID thing just kind of threw that all away. And, um, I've had to adjust on the fly. That's something that I, um, am not used to. Sure. And, um, this year has been able to top, um, like teach me a lot. Okay. Um, like even just a year ago, we wouldn't be able to just sit down at a table like this. And it really makes me appreciate just the little things. Yeah. It's great to have you guys yeah. here without masks, rock and roll. Yeah. Uh, it's fantastic. It really is. And, uh, those are great words. Those are great words. And, and so good luck with that. You know, good luck with, uh, I think that's a great area you're getting into because I, I, I'm telling you, we got to get our arms around crypto. It's, it's an interesting dynamic because it's not going to go away. It's going to yeah. get more and more and more, and uh, I'm invested in it, so I get it. Uh, blockchain too, smart contracts, a lot of fascinating technology that your generation is going to literally live in, and it's, yeah. it's an interesting dynamic. So I know the answer to this from you, so you're going to be last. <laughs> All right. Okay, but we're going to lighten it up a little bit, <laughs> and I want to talk about the most fun you had during this time, and <laughs> how did you laugh? So let's start with Henry again. Henry, what, what, you know, what, what made you happy? What, what gave you joy during this ridiculous year of the COVID? Um, well, first of all, I'll start off with saying not much. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Fair enough. Sounds about right. It was funny how Owen was saying, um, it was like the, he really enjoyed going back to practices and stuff. Sure. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I really dread going to football workouts and practices, but yeah. honestly that might've been one of the most enjoyable things for me this year, just to sure. see all my, some of my best friends and just yeah have that sense of community and just to come back to some sense of normal. Sure. Um, it's great. Well, you know, you just, you just gratify it's gratitude, right? Just yeah. be thankful for the normal stuff, the, the, the little stuff, the, the, the small things of just literally getting out there and maybe throwing some weights around. Yeah, absolutely. You, you know what I mean? And, you know, just seeing your dudes and saying, I feel you, you know what I mean? So I, I, I get that. And Holden, you know, you, you, you probably had the, probably the worst experience of the three here and for sure. Maybe not Sam, because Sam had to go through the skin yes. issue, which was brutal. <laughs> I mean, just brutal. That poor kid had skin, his skin falling off. Yeah, right? And yeah. the kid just, I mean, you know, he, you talk about mental toughness. Wow, right? But tell me what you did to bring some joy into your life during that um, time. Well, I think I already, I already talked about this a little bit, but yeah. um, just seeing people smile and hearing them laugh was something that was really big for me. Um, sure. That is just like, you know, that's the sort of thing that gets you through the day where, you know, in days where you don't have that, it's kind of weird. Yeah. But um, something that was a little bit different for me is um, I met a I met a group of people online actually, okay. um, and we started watching movies. Wow! Um, over the summer, where we would watch movies like 
like almost every single night. Um, and that was something to do people to be with. Um, and that was super weird. Um, they, uh, a lot of those people live in Chicago and I actually, uh, I this week off. Right. Um, and, uh, I just drove in last night from Chicago, um, because I was out there visiting a lot of them. Um, and so like it was, it let me find a new friend group totally away from anything that is just like a weird, crazy experience, I guess. Yeah, and they're and they're probably not going to sh- Chicago, Loyola. Right? No, yeah. No. So, and uh, that's the incredible beauty of your generation. Yeah, the technology is out there. It's a you know, technology is 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 really, um, it, it's neutral. Yeah. Okay. Um, it is agnostic, if you will, is the term, mm-hmm. right? It's how you use it. And yeah. you use it either positively or negatively, you know. And so it's an interesting dynamic that you're using that positively to bring some joy and connection. Yeah. Joy and connection, right? So that's cool. And and oh, and I know that the the most joyous may have been putting the Vaseline on the on the door handles or rearranging the uh, the the classroom. But I, I won't I won't assume. So I'll turn it over to you. How did you find joy in this year of COVID? I mean, it's been it's been a pretty rough year for yeah. everybody. Yeah. I mean, especially for me, for me and Holden. Mm-hmm. I mean, it stinks. You grew up your whole life. You're looking forward to your big yeah. senior year. You get That's to, why you're here, guys. You get to, you get to yeah. have fun. You get yep. to. I mean, after after you go to college, you get to kind of not throw in the towel, but right. it's a little more chill at school. Yeah. But we kind of missed out on that. Kind of yeah. kind of stinks. Yeah. Um, yeah. At the end of the day. We'll be fine. I'm just going to go on to college. Well, you got that in your back pocket. Remember, yeah. we talked about that in practice. You'll be the only generation that's yep. got that in their back pocket and how you got through it, you know, and uh, you guys are champs, man, you know, however you did it. Yeah, so ob- obviously it hasn't been a normal year, especially at school. Right. So about a week ago, me and a couple buddies <laughs> wanted to bring some normalcy back to uh, Chagrin Falls in the high school. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we did that in the form of a senior prank. Yes. We uh, got into the school and... Put some Vaseline on the doorknobs, yeah. put sardines in the bathroom and some lockers, <laughs> got some saran wrap, rearranged yeah. a couple classrooms. Good, healthy fun. Yeah, yeah. some good stuff. We ended up getting yeah. caught. A couple of us got caught. Sure. Bit the bullet for other buddies, but yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, got in a little bit of trouble, but at the end of the day, yeah. I think overall, <laughs> at least especially in my life, had definitely a positive impact. Sure. Definitely yeah. brought some normalcy back to not only myself, but a lot of my peers could see like, oh, I mean, like, yeah terrible senior year yeah, but exactly we but you'll have a, a memory little, yeah. man absolutely and not a little bit of fun yeah, not absolutely. all not all not all negative right depression yeah. and all that kind of stuff and people laughed yeah, yeah. Joy people laughed. Laughed. <laughs> yeah. a little bit of aggravation to the principal yeah. or whatever you know maybe, one, one yeah. of my favorite times we were actually uh we were this is for punishment we were cleaning some of the bathrooms with the janitors yes and talking to those guys mm-hmm. Those are some awesome guys. Yes, like, they seriously. are. I always make friends with the janitors. Like, those guys, yep. I mean, yep. it's crazy to see. Like, those are the, like, that it was like a group of five or six guys, me yeah. and my buddy who got caught we're working with. Right. Those are some of the nicest dudes we have ever talked to. Oh, yeah. They're, and Stout not Earth. only were they awesome, but they, they were just, la- they were the ones who had to help clean up the prank. Sure. And yeah. they were laughing about it. thought it was funny. <laughs> no big deal. So yeah. that, it was cool to, to see that. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm all, I'll say hi to the janitors, but I never really talked to them. Yeah. Yeah. I've never worked with them, especially. I, sure. We were on this and we were working with them. We yeah. were working side by side with them. So it's pretty cool to have that experience come out of that. You know, it's interesting uh, that you mentioned that. But the first time I was a head coach at Beachwood, this was in the late 80s, there was a uh, 
there was a janitor there that I was told had a great voice. So his, his name was Lou, I believe. And so I said, come here, dude, sing the national anthem for me. And he did. <laughs> and he blew me away, dude. Every dual meet and tournament we had, Lou sang the national anthem. Hey. <laughs> and after every national anthem, we high-fived. Oh, that is Isn't awesome. Isn't that cool? Yeah, Isn't awesome. that cool? So for five years I was there, that man sang the national anthem. And I just got chills thinking about it because he was such a cool dude, you know. And he was a janitor, right? You know, yeah. But he was doing great work, you know. So I love that, that you bonded with those cats. Yeah. That's that's really good stuff. Well, guys, you brought a lot to this blood time. And I, I just love all three of you guys. Uh, and I wish you nothing but incredible success and just doing great stuff in the world. And you know that I feel that way about you, but I want you um, to end this. I want you to leave the audience with some words of inspiration and encouragement coming out of this nonsense that we went through. So Henry, I'm going to turn it over to you and tell me how uh, you can encourage our audience to be inspired. Um, I think the one thing that really helped me get through this was family. And um, I think that's really important. And um think that should be the focus of your life and whenever you need help or you're down um your family will always have your back whether it's biological your friends owen's my family too sure right on right on right on man that's i love it brothers from another mother i like it yeah absolutely that's great family huh how do you get better than that holden i'll leave it i'll I'll turn it over to you um yeah it's a lot of the small things um the waking up every morning and uh being able to go outside and not wear a mask, you know, um, you know, obviously, uh, I am vaccinated now. I think, I think everyone here is vaccinated now. Um, and you know, it just all the small things of everything's like returning back to normal. And every time, uh, you see that sort of like all the different little small things, you know, it's like weird to see people's faces or it's like, right. So you're not taking things for granted. Not taking things for granted. Yeah. You, you appreciate everything a little more. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think your word is appreciation. Yeah. For 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 everything. Mm-hmm. Really, I like that. Owen, what's uh, what's your thoughts? All right. Well, first off, I know my dad's gonna be listening to this as soon as yeah. It comes Ken, out. we love Ken. <laughs> so Ken I, and Kelly. I just want to thank him for. I mean, raising me the right way. Yeah. Making me the person and the athlete that I am today. That's awesome. I mean, he's always been there for me, and love him to death. Absolutely. So I just want to thank him for everything he's done. You can, don't always don't always tell him, but I mean now I can hear it here. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, obviously, I mean I relate a lot to what you guys both just said. Family, yeah. family's the most important thing. Yeah. Especially after this year. I mean, like it or not, we were locked in with our families <laughs> for six months. <laughs> so you gotta learn to love. I remember you <laughs> saying, I'm "Not that great, that crazy about my sister right now." <laughs> yeah. Get, yeah. At the end of the day, they're always gonna be there for you. And I mean, right. obviously, appreciating the little things. Right. That's important. I mean, seeing people—that's that's what gets you through the day. Right. But I mean, I feel like the most important thing that I've learned that like people need to realize is like, whenever you're like feeling down or something gets hard, you gotta realize you got through this year. Sure. You did it. Yeah. No matter how bad it was, how low you got, how difficult, mm-hmm. you got through it. Yeah. So, I mean, after this year, you get through anything. Right. I mean, it, it was pretty rough. You, right. get, you get through anything. So, you just got to know that. Right. That no matter what's going on, you've been through this. That's that's something that you've, you've taken, mm-hmm. made you stronger, better off for it. Yep. Well, Owen, that's great words. All three of you great words. And uh, I can't tell you how honored I am to have been your coach, 
Um, uh, Henry, you knew that. We talked uh, on that, that senior dinner. You were the only one I could do the senior dinner with. I wasn't able to do the senior dinner last year, and this year mm-hmm. you're going to get out of here, yep. so I can't really do a senior dinner, which was our tradition. But um, I really appreciate you guys uh, being part of the Chagrin Falls Tigers family and wrestling and uh, building back right what uh, what uh, we had. And who knows? Maybe next year we'll be back up to 100 kids, K through 12. You know, I, I think so. we're gonna, I think we're going to be okay. Uh, we got a stud coming back, a lead dog, yeah. Sam Partain. We were, <laughs> man, oh man, <laughs> what a, what a dude! Right, took uh, won four matches of the districts, and we love Sam. Uh, but we got some young guys coming up too, and some senior leadership. Uh, but guys, I wish you nothing but the best in whatever you do. You will be leaders, no question in my mind. Um, and you're great. You're great people. So love to you guys. This is Coach Cimarroni for Blood Time. <laughs> this has been an emotional one for me, but thank you guys. Love to all, and love to the Chagrin Falls Tigers. We are all blood men, women. If you want to look great, what are you doing? Why aren't you calling Cimarroni Couture? This is Coach Cimarroni. Call Missy, our CEO. We'll take care of you. 216-496-2592. Pick up the phone. Get those shirts, sport coats, suits, pants, dresses, whatever you need. Finest fabrics. Best tailoring on the planet and right here locally. We'll come to your home. We'll come to your office. Or you can come to us. Whatever's your pleasure. Give Missy a call. Cimarroni Couture. Give Missy a call, 216-496-2592. Cimarroni Couture, C. Peter Cimarroni, Coach. We are all blood. Love to all. This is Coach Cimarroni for the Montrose Auto Group. If you're looking for a new vehicle or a pre-owned vehicle, Montrose Auto Group is the place to go. They have over 16 dealerships and over 1,300 used vehicles in their stock, as well as a pretty good stock of new vehicles, everything from Range Rovers to Fords. Seek out Montrose Auto Group and the fantastic people at Montrose Auto Group, headed by Mike Thompson and Chris Mills. We love you very much for your support. Thank you so much for your support of Blood Time, my podcast. Seek them out at GoMontrose.com for your pre-owned or new vehicles. GoMontrose.com. Chris Mills and Mike Thompson, thank you very much. We are all blood. Love to all. This is Dominic Abinator. You've just heard another episode of the Blood Time Podcast. Check out more at maverickpodcasting.com. Get ready, race fans, because the ultimate NASCAR experience is about to hit the airwaves. Welcome to Pit Pass NASCAR, the podcast that takes you deep into the heart-pounding world of NASCAR racing. Join us each week as we bring you closer to the NASCAR action with exclusive interviews, and all the news and rumors you need with your favorite drivers, team members, and industry insiders. So whether you're a fan of super speedways, short ovals, or road racing, or you've just watched Talladega Nights, Pit Pass NASCAR is the podcast you've been waiting for. Get ready to fuel your passion for NASCAR like never before. Subscribe now to Pit Pass NASCAR on your favorite podcast platform, or head to evergreenpodcast.com and get ready to join us. Launching in the fall on Evergreen Podcast Network. Follow us on social media at hitpass underscore NASCAR to stay up to date with everything you need to know about the podcast.